Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter. I am joined as always by Tim. Mm. Hello. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. Uh, so yeah, you're, you're never going to hear take one of that intro where I did the entire thing in a very bad Irish accent. You're never hearing that. Uh, so do not ask for it. Uh, so Or if we get a courageous whistleblower at some point. <laughs> who's not afraid to uh to do who uh scream leaks maybe, scream maybe, leaks maybe, yeah. scream leaks now okay okay All is right. this gonna be like me with my face blurred and my voice distorted <laughs> welcome everyone we're gonna expose Peter's Irish accent for what it is. No, um, so yeah, we talk about horror movies on this show. This is screams after midnight of the uh, past and present. Of the past and the present. I've not said that in a lot. I've not said that in at least 150 <laughs> episodes, Tim. Maybe people forgot. They maybe they need a reminded from the past and the present. Okay, never the future. Because that's impossible. <laughs> maybe one day. Maybe one day we'll get um, mm. we'll get some uh. Uh, time travel devices, otherwise known as yeah. time machines, <laughs> treadmills. <laughs> They're called treadmills, Pete. Cosmic treadmills. Oh, oh my, <laughs> oh my. Um. So, oh yeah. So where to begin? So for some reason in October, which is now several <laughs> months ago, um, half a year even. In fact, it's mm. over half a year because we're, we're recording this in June. I don't know when this episode's going up yet but um, it's been a while but we started the leprechaun no no this wasn't october this was january because this was something we started to in january right. that's right uh <laughs> so we started leprechaun the the franchise and we are going to continue through that franchise we're rotating it through <laughs> with all the other franchises we're working through and today i don't know why it doesn't take priority but <laughs> I am going to give you nothing but reasons for the remainder of this podcast. <laughs> We're talking about Leprechaun 2 from 1994, just one year after the original. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to strike while the iron's hot. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was watching the, uh, of course, I have the Blu-ray box set, and they, they do have these... Uh, special features, you know, where it, it looks like they were trying to do their own version of like, you know, Crystal Lake Memories or um, <laughs> or Never Sleep Again, but for the Leprechaun franchise. But it's just like much shorter. It's like 20 minutes per movie. But uh, I was watching this for Leprechaun 2 and it was funny because they were talking about like, you know, like, oh, well, you know, the first Leprechaun was such a hit that they wanted to like fast track a sequel right away. And I was kind of thinking, I was like, was it really that much of a hit? I mean, obviously, I know I love it, but was the world ready for it at the time? I, then, think, uh, I think they're maybe using some hyperbole a little <laughs> bit just just to just to up up their own credibility. Hey, we were in Leprechaun too. That means something yeah. important, right? Yeah, it means you have no career. Um, <laughs> but it is funny, they're in, interviewing the original uh, creator or writer or whatever, and he did seem like a little jaded about it because he seemed like, well, you know, I had an idea for Leprechaun too, but the studio wanted to go in, you know, in a different direction. And, you know, uh, by the time they reached out to me, I'd already begun project, working on another project, uh, which was Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Just that was very funny that you, it was like, oh, you go from a uh, leprechaun to Rumpelstiltskin. Interesting. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> we got about leprechaun too. We'll start spoiler free. We'll give you a warning in the middle before we go into spoilers. 
Um, but brace yourself, brace yourself mm-hmm. for it. Uh, so, where to begin? What is the premise of Leprechaun? <laughs> so, let, it's, I think first and foremost, other than the fact that Warwick Davis is a, is back playing play, play the, the Leprechaun, there's actually no reason uh, you have to see the first one. There's no continuity. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that connects the two of them, other than the fact that he's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is another interesting thing I learned. <laughs> On the special features, uh, which this was actually shocking to me, but this isn't technically a sequel. According to the director, this is a reboot. They rebooted the franchise after one movie because he he specifically says like in the special features, he says like, you know, oh, we were rebooting way before like Spider-Man and Batman and. You know, we we were one of the first ones to reboot. <laughs> okay, first of all, why call it Leprechaun Two? <laughs> Secondly, I take umbrage with the use of the word interesting, which you used at the start of that story. I I I kid you not, my mind was blown when I found that out. I, like, I thought this was a sequel all these years. It's a reboot. Who knew? <laughs> I guess I like reboots. I like this reboot. <laughs> So the premise of this one, uh, we open with a flashback. Of course, the first thing you see in this movie in <laughs> giant green text is Ireland. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know why you have such a problem with this. <laughs> you, so you don't like it when movies tell you the location? That's not I, a bad thing, Pete. <laughs> I just laugh because there's bagpipes playing. It says Ireland in big giant green text. Like, I don't know. It's just yeah. like really over the top to me. Just subdue it a little bit. Subdue it. Anyway, I mean, I've been to Ireland, but so imagine it, it's it, est- not far off. <laughs> it establishes this weird rule a thousand years ago that if the leprechaun can make a woman sneeze three times, <laughs> she will then be his wife. And he's he, so he's, he's nabbing this woman. Uh, so I, I take umbrage with your use of the word weird in that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you got married, Tim? <laughs> you made her sneeze three times? Can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> Uh dear. Most 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 like weirdos use chloroform. Tim has just got some like you know some some like dust like, here. Sniff some dust. It's like achoo. That's one baby. That's one. Two more. Two more in your log ten. I also thought it was interesting uh, that like oh so I guess there's not just like uh, I mean. I, I've seen all these movies. I'm still not exactly uh, entirely sure how leprechauns work, but like, I, I guess there's not like male and female leprechauns. Like they're like a like a male leprechaun will take a, a, a human female bride, which is interesting. That's <laughs> I guess. Uh... <laughs> Why do you think there's no female leprechauns? Did they mention that? Well, no, but wouldn't he marry if there was like a female leprechaun? Wouldn't he? marry one <laughs> instead of oh. marrying a human why is it like why is he so intent on marrying a human maybe he just likes humans i mean uh, maybe he's got a human fetish all right <laughs> <laughs> sure there's not there's not a lot of leprechauns i mean is there even evidence to suggest that there's multiple leprechauns in this this universe well i have a theory but <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll have to get into that at the end of the series uh I've got a theory that it's a demon, <laughs> a dancing demon. No, something isn't right there. Oh, is that from Buffy? <laughs> that is from the hit television show, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <coughs> Thank you very much. Which, to my recollection, mm. never did Leprechaun specifically. They did? 
Yeah. No, they didn't. I'm saying they didn't. I don't remember them doing it. Oh, they didn't. They didn't. So. Yeah. <laughs> they did not. Uh, but hey, maybe the reboot will do it. Maybe the reboot will have uh, some leprechauns in it. Are they still actually doing that? <laughs> uh, apparently, yes. Yeah, I mean, there's been no news for a while, but I mean, they announced it really early. You know, just when they were like starting to, like, they just they just hired a showrunner, and that was like it. So, okay, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Um. So, where? So yeah, the premise is that you know, so this <laughs> fails that the, the father of this 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 uh, woman that he's trying to like woo, uh, kind of fights him back, and he because he he's a leprechaun slave, uh, and he he was promised his freedom once, uh, you know, he uh, the leprechaun takes his bride, yes, but in a maybe one of cinema's greatest twists, you find out that <laughs> the. <laughs> This uh, the bride that the leprechaun uh, has fancied himself with is actually the the slave's uh, daughter. So, you know, it's a it's a it's a real it's like an emo- very emotional uh, situation he's put in. Do I sacrifice my freedom and condemn my daughter to marry a leprechaun? <laughs> Service <laughs> Chris twists. <laughs> I'll stand by that. <laughs> How am I supposed to focus on this review with lines like that? Service <laughs> <laughs> Chris twists. Were you not surprised when that happened? No! <laughs> I wasn't remotely surprised. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, it's funny, is I was going to just gloss over this opening scene and get to present day, but Tim's like, no, nitty gritty. We have to talk about the fact that he was enslaved. We have to talk about the twist. We have to talk about the emotion of, of him fighting for his daughter. I'm just trying to do the movie justice. Uh, Tim, if you wanted to do this movie justice, I would just pull down my pants and take a dump right here live on the podcast. <laughs> our, our numbers might go up there's <laughs> some people that are into that oh my god alright my, my, my face is sore Tim from, from the laughing right. <laughs> oh okay what, you're such a sour puss that like just like the <laughs> idea of laughing just hurts your face oh come on you never get a sore face from laughing too hard it's a compliment you made me laugh you idiot <laughs> Hey, so we get to present day, and Clint Howard and Kimmy Robertson are like a, a couple of tourists. Um, the two most recognizable people in this movie. Uh, outside of Warwick Hollywood Davis, I suppose. Hollywood, yes, Hollywood royalty. The weird, the weird was is he Ron Howard's cousin or brother? I can't remember. I can't remember what, what the relation is. I think it might be both, to be honest. Both. <laughs> Something weird's going on with that family. <laughs> I mean, Ron looks no. like a normal human being. Clint's a little bit wackier looking, and then Kimmy hey, Robertson. This is a pro Clint podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Do not disparage the man. Is, is this all Clint's? Is this also Clint Barton? Um, all Clint's, but that does not include the Clintons. We, of course, uh, of course. <laughs> Yes, can't, can't, can't be doing that. Can't be doing that. Um, what was I going to say? Um, 
You see, we're going track here, Tim. Yeah, <laughs> Kerry Robertson is from Twin Peaks, which is where I, I know her from. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, she's delightful. But yes, they are suckered... Because our main character, uh, Cody, uh, him and his uncle run a tour service in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. which is basically just they've got a heart a hearse that they drive around mm-hmm. they've got enough room for like four passengers and so, this is the thing he has like a little loudspeaker thing and i'm like why do you need that you've got four people in the car like they can hear you um and yeah, they, my boy they, yeah, they, they drive around and just like go to various houses and say this is the last resting place of this serial killer uh and mm-hmm. things of that nature here's what i don't get though so the first the first thing in the movie that really like caught me uh mm-hmm. i don't want to say off guard but so he he actually like gets these two couples these two tourist couples to agree to pay for this tour he gets them in the hearse there is then an extended sequence of him going to find his uncle who's supposed to give the tour who's drunk in a bar <laughs> he goes to the bar he finds him he talks to him realizes he's too drunk he tries to sober him up with some ice water it doesn't work and then he's like you know what i'll just give the tour and he goes back mm-hmm. he goes out of the car and would you believe it he's driving these same four people around they have been sitting in that car waiting <laughs> on him for at least 30 minutes yeah i don't understand what your problem with that is have you never taken a tour before well, you just get left alone with no supervision in the, in the vehicle? Sometimes. <laughs> and a hearse? <laughs> yeah, it's spooky. It'd be it, one thing it if helps. it was one of those open-top buses or something like that, and it's like a lot of people, <laughs> it's like a crowd, but just these four people left alone in the car on their own for like 30 minutes. It's part of the ambiance, I would say. Oh, my God. And, uh, so, of course, here we have morty uh who who you may uh, recall from seinfeld is the mm -hmm. one who really cares about the pen yeah that's where i knew him from that's where i knew his face from yeah uh so yeah uncle leo from seinfeld uh and uh (laughs) he's great (laughs) in this movie he brings a you know a lot of the uncle leo energy to the role that he's known for. Yeah, he's a con man. He's constantly trying to get people to invest in his his, uh, his tour uh, franchise. And he's constantly yeah. trying to swindle people. Uh, in fact, he even steals a pen in this, just to connect us to Seinfeld. <laughs> he's, he steals a cop's pen at one point. When he's, when he's getting Cody out of jail, he uh, he steals his pen. And the, the cop's like, give me my pen back. And he's like, oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> you know, he, he kind of reminds me of like a... Um... He kind of reminds me of like a Dick Miller a little bit. He has like a little bit that. of a Dick Miller energy to him. I can see that. Um, but yeah, no, he's, he's very likable, uh, to give him credit. I think the two other main characters, which is Cody and his girlfriend, Bridget, are both terrible actors, especially Bridget. Bridget, oh, yeah. Bridget cannot act at all. Do you know who they originally wanted for the role? Christian Slater. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, Denise Richards. Oh, for the oh for uh, for Bridget. For Bridget, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Where was Denise Richards in 1994? I don't know, but according to again the special features, it sounds like she wanted to do the movie, but the the studios wanted this actress for some reason. That's interesting. Oh no, it was the same year as uh, Tammy and T Rex, so she was about this age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is is that? Uh, are we gonna do that? Does that count as a horror movie? <laughs> I, I think we'll count that for a bonus episode someday. Okay. It's well, not because they are. 
they're releasing like an R-rated cut. I don't know if you, you heard I, about I did, that. But, I know I did. Say, yeah. T- Tim, do you know how weird it was that there was news to talk about Tammy and the T Rex in the news like a few months ago? I was like, and we have news on Tammy and the T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look forward to that. I've, I've actually never seen it, so I will. I, I've seen clips. <laughs> I've seen clips, but I, I am very well aware of what it is, what it's about, and that Paul Walker's brain gets put inside an animatronic T Rex, and then Denise Richards still st- does strip teases for him. It's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> People say there's no no original ideas anymore. Well, in the nineties there were. We could do time in the T Rex. I'm I'm down for it. Um We'll do it on Dino we'll do it during uh, Dinosaur Month. What's Dinosaur Month? Uh, we'll do a whole bunch of dinosaur movies. We'll do uh, Carnosaur. Uh, actually, no, you could argue it's more sci-fi. You may have to fight Tara for, for the rights to this one, actually. That could be a, a Atomic Cinema Experiment episode. Ooh, okay. We'll that's, do a crossover or something. We'll a debate. <laughs> figure it out. We'll do <laughs> the Atomic Cinema After Midnight special. God, this review is going to go on forever. I, uh, I like that you. I like that you say fight her over it as if like she's dying to do that movie. <laughs> I bet she is. I've not spoken to her about it, but I bet she is. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Okay. So. All right. All right. All right. Okay. 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 So, <laughs> do my Joe Pesci. All right. Okay. 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 My Leo gets whatever you want. Leo gets. See. Um. So. <laughs> so we get interested in these characters and she gets mad at him Bridget gets mad at Cody because he has to give the tour because he's he's, he's uncle's drunk so she goes to the go-kart uh, place and hangs right. out with some friends including a guy who clearly wants to bang her uh, mm-hmm. and is like because Cody's all like oh you know I promise next time it'll be different she's like what makes you think there'll be a next time here mm-hmm. over the shoulder box away oh. yeah <laughs> that, that's, that's the moment um <laughs> And that's that's kind of kind of the, that really. Uh, and also, at one point, Cody runs into a homeless man. At one point, and that homeless man later, like the the leprechaun comes out of a tree by d- drawing the guy's booze, the homeless man's booze towards the tree, and he comes out drinking the booze. That was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing. But he doesn't like it because it's not Irish whiskey; it's yes. Canadian whiskey. Uh, so of course, which is very funny. That was a great joke. I was laughing. That's not a great joke. <laughs> it's crazy. The leprechaun, he comes out and he's drinking the whiskey. And he spits what? it out because it's Canadian. At the, very least at the very least, you didn't say it's one of the greatest jokes in cinema. At least you didn't say that because I don't think I could have, I could have held it together if you had said something as ridiculous as that. And then I love how many people have gold teeth in this movie. Yeah, the homeless man's got a gold tooth. Like, what the, what the hell? It's like a little sparkle to it. <laughs> you know what, just the full spoilers, because we're going through this movie in order, so I'm just going to give the full spoiler warning just now. No one cares about spoilers for Leprechaun 2. Alright, alright. You can do that. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so the Lepre- Leprechaun ends up, you know, he, he runs into a guy in the street, and he's he's like... So wait, what, wait hold on, hold on. Uh, <laughs> we need to back up just, just a smidge. So in, in the beginning of the movie, what he says... He, he he can only take a bride every thousand years. Is that it? Yes, one thousand years. Yes. Okay. And, and he's going after Bridget because she's a descendant of of the the same people. Smart. The wrong. 
What? That's good storytelling. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna break me Tom. you're gonna break if me if it's just a random person it wouldn't make sense but the fact that they made her a descendant like I don't know I, I was impressed with that level of detail <laughs> oh it's genius it's genius <laughs> the, absolute genius okay I really wish uh, I would have seen this in theaters because I can only imagine the audience reactions once the leprechaun steps out of that tree and it's like, oh, man, he's back. He's in present day. Because you spend a while going like, all right, like how are these people, you know, going to fit into the life of the leprechaun here? And then, you know, once you, you know, you see him come out and and again, he's drinking the Canadian booze, which is very funny. So I can I can only imagine that the theater would have been like, yeah, we're laughing at this joke. But also, <laughs> you know, here's the guy we came to see. So, that, you know, there's probably like some laughter and then some clapping <laughs> would have been cool. <laughs> I can I just can't fucking do it. <laughs> I'll tell you the reactions, Tim. The reactions would have been something along the lines of this. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the the director did say that uh, when it, it did come out in theaters, and that he went to see it uh, at the Cinerama Dome, which, if you know LA, that's like a like oh shit that's like a, a very you know big like movie theater that's a, a lot of you know like only really big movies get played there and, and he said there was like three or four people there and, and after that he never watched the movie again which uh you know is a shame because i think yeah you know it's you should be proud of your work no he shouldn't <laughs> Can I just point out that you know, like you know, we we've done three hundred plus episodes at this point, and oh. there's very few of them, very few of them where Tim's come in with like, I watched all the extra features, I've got all this bonus information, but the one he does it for, the one he does it for is Leprechaun Two. He didn't do this for Halloween. He didn't do this for for uh, you know Nightmare on Elm Street or any of the heavy hitters. He does it for Leprechaun Two. Hey, you know it's important to me. It's uh, you know I, I want to come in with you know being knowledgeable, and uh, I don't want to look like a fool and you know and get my facts misrepresented. I want to make sure I'm putting out accurate information. I wouldn't worry about looking like a fool, Tim. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, so the leprechaun has there's a scene with a guy in the street where you know the guy's just making fun of him for his size, and he's like, you know, I'd like your gold, and he's like, oh, very funny, yeah, you know, uh, blah blah blah, and he ends up biting the guy's finger off because he's got a gold ring. This is, <laughs> I was actually cracking up about this last night. I if you uh, like follow me on, on Twitter. Uh, or, you know, Screams at Midnight on Twitter, because I, I think I, I tweeted it out there, too, but... Well, that's I just... right. that our address on Twitter is not Screams at Midnight. That's not how Twitter <laughs> Twitter handles work. It's at Screams Midnight. <laughs> Ooh, what have I been tweeting from? Uh, it's, uh, I might have to fix that after the show. Um, but, yeah, there's just... When the guy reaches down, there's just a close-up of him handing the leprechaun his card... Because I guess he's like an agent or something, and he thinks like he sees this like grotesque creature and isn't instantly like 
repulsed <laughs> that there's like a monster <laughs> in front of him because like you know the leprechaun doesn't look like a normal person like he has like fangs and like a weird face and pointy ears and stuff but people are always just like oh it must be a leprechaun like it must be a guy dressed up like a leprechaun like no the, he, he looks like evil i don't know and then but um i i, I had to screenshot this because when he hands him his card he just has the fakest finger on him like i've ever seen like his one finger that gets ripped is obviously getting ripped off like is a different color <laughs> than the rest of his hand <laughs> it has like a very visible like uh incision line where it's okay. going to be pulled off but i mean i don't know maybe, maybe you weren't paying attention but like me that that was something that really struck out to me it's so funny Tom, I, I i never want to be accused of not giving <laughs> leprechaun to a, a complete 100 percent of my attention i was totally not playing video games as i was watching <laughs> leprechaun 2 i would never do that tim and don't you dare suggest otherwise <laughs> And of course, you know, when he, uh, again, just when you watch a scene like this, you just got to imagine it playing to, to a big crowd, what the reaction would have been like. But after he eats his finger, <laughs> he says, well, big crowd. The, di the director just admitted that in the, the biggest <laughs> theater in L.A., it was empty. There was no big crowds for this, Tim. That never happened. I think we can all agree that this is a cult movie. It has a cult following behind it. I think if they did, you know, midnight showings now, people would come. They would, you know, bring like. No, they wouldn't. No one would show up. No, 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 no. No one would go. This is not the the only cult thing about this movie is if you happen to love this movie, you're probably gullible enough to be in a cult. That is that is the only correlation between Leprechaun Two and the word cult that I will entertain. You well, crazy man. Well, I mean, what I'm getting at here though is, you know, he says he says a funny joke here where you know, once he he bites off his finger, he says it's finger looking good which that's that's funny that was like a, that was like the kfc commercials at the time he's he's he knows pop culture it's very very funny <laughs> he knows pop culture no yeah. tim this was funny <laughs> and near dark when bill paxton did it 10 times better like seven years but, earlier they copied but, a joke from near dark but no one remembers when he did it people remember when warwick davis <laughs> bites off the businessman's finger <laughs> and licks it and he says finger looking good <laughs> <laughs> Tim. I think we're on like minute seventeen of this of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're, we're barely we're we're barely out uh, uh, act one yet, and we're already like thirty minutes into the podcast. This is going well. Um, There's a lot to talk about. <laughs> How crazy it would be if this was like our longest episode? <laughs> it's like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a threat? Is that a threat? I'm, I'm Tim knows I'm hungry. Tim knows I'm ordering Chinese food when we're done. And he is dragging this out as long as humanly possible. Hey. And this is not even the last thing we're recording. We've got another movie to record after this. Yeah, I mean, the other movie after this is like a no-name thing. It'll, <laughs> we'll get through that one fast. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so so basically the dishbag that's in a, in a Bridget uh, take, takes her back home and tries to pull the moves on her but she's like no i'm dating cody you silly uh and she has to like tell him to leave uh so the, the leprechaun I hate to say, but you, you might be a better actor than her <laughs> that was a better line reading <laughs> thank you Tim. thank you I, I don't doubt it I, I think i'm a better actor um 
but she's willing to take her top off which is probably why she was cast because mm. uh the so as he's walking away one of the leprechaun's powers apparently is that he can like make people think he's someone else like full height and like mm. you know like c- completely like give them like a phantom version of a person yeah, he can he also can, he can manipulate reality he can also teleport and fade away yeah he's unstoppable he might be one of the most powerful <laughs> slashers out there which is why you know which which is weird because he feels really weak in other scenes but he's also got all these ridiculous <laughs> powers that are super strong that but yeah, yeah should make him should make him like no we need superman to fight him that is the only hope we've got <laughs> but whatever so he has a little bit of a, a mixopidalytic quality to him yeah a little bit yeah a little bit of mixy i can see that but anyway so he so he, he lures lures him in with the fake version of bridget who's like got taking her top off and the boobs are out and he's coming in <laughs> I like that she she basically like what she I forget if she punches him in the stomach or knees him in the nuts, but she basically does something like that. And the guy's like, oh, and then like literally two seconds later, she's in the garage taking her clothes off saying, hey, come here. And he falls and for the guy's it. Yeah. Just like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because he calls her he calls her a tease or something with like that um, when yeah. she hits him. Um, but like. Yeah, so he's walking. To, so here's the thing. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not sure exactly what type of lawnmower uh, has two blades rotating uh so that they can symbolize boobs because as he's walking towards the boobs it cuts to what he's really walking towards and it's two lawnmower blades going like this maybe there's a, maybe it's one of those big lawnmowers you, you can drive you know you sit in them and like sure. you know maybe, yeah. maybe maybe that's one of, one of these things that has has the two blades because uh, I, I i don't necessarily think they built a custom lawnmower <laughs> just so the boob imagery could be um, there I'll be honest. I didn't, I didn't even know exactly what this was. I just I just knew it was like two rotating <laughs> blades. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like a lawnmower. It's definitely like a okay. yeah, um, uh, which you know, uh, or a grass cutter as they as they call it in uh, civilized yeah. countries. Um, clearly <laughs> a reference to lawnmower man. It's clearly a reference to titties, Tim. <laughs> it's, it's better to be the nipples and then the, you know, like the, the two, sure. yeah, two big deadly titties. Yeah, well, I think in a way that's every man's fear. That fear. If I'm going to go out, it's by deadly titties. That that's not where I want to go. <clears throat> Jesus. <laughs> anyway, so he he gets killed. Great death scene too. Um. Yeah, I mean, he goes to the top of the wall, and you see the blood spatter, and you get the shadow as opposed to like actually seeing it. So it's not like super graphic, but it's, it's a fun death scene. I'll, you know, I'll give you, I'll concede, it's a fine death scene. <laughs> wearing you down. Yeah, wearing me down. Uh. So so Cody shows up later on with flowers, and he tries to, be, you know, forget. You know, I'm sorry, and you know, what, not, nothing's going to get no, between us. Blah, blah 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 blah. Wait, was it? I don't. There really isn't any reason for him to have to have killed this person. Because no. he was like leaving the house, like. <laughs> yeah, he was just doing this for kicks. Yeah. This is this is all that was. Um, I so think that's co- one of the reasons why he's so scary because it's like, you know, you never know why he's gonna come after you. Like sometimes, like you know, he might come after you if you've wronged him, but there are other times like he might just kill you for the heck of it. Tim, I can't handle you saying things so matter of fact. <laughs> that's why it's so scary. That's why it it's... is. People. <laughs> people... <laughs> There's nothing scary about this. The only, the only scary thing about this movie is some of the acting. Some of the acting's a bit scary. I couldn't sleep last night. <laughs> but... 
<laughs> oh, bet now you were too excited. We were finally I get to talk about Leprechaun too. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. We're waiting for this for like six months. It's time for Leprechaun, baby. Uh, uh so yeah. So she sne- starts sneezing when he's in there with her. So obviously the Leprechaun's you know just off off camera making her sneeze, and she sneezes three times and he shows up and he strangles Cody with the the phone card and wait wait. <laughs> okay. Uh, what have I skipped over? What beautiful moment do you want to go in depth with, Tim? Well, Cody comes over with some flowers, and actually, I was going to mention something, but I just remembered that it was from a, a scene from the, the other movie we just recorded about a fla- <laughs> flower delivery person. Yes, yes, I recall. I recall. Yeah, so, yeah, we, we forgot to uh, yeah mention that. <laughs> it, wasn't right, that well, it wasn't that important. I'm not feeling guilty because we didn't talk about the flower delivery scene. Well, I, I thought it was funny because the uh, was it the the roommate uh, in the other movie the roommate like she says something like if those flowers are for me I'm gonna jump your bones right now and I just thought it was funny because like but you know it's the flower delivery person yeah. they're not the ones that are giving you the flowers right yeah and, and he's like and he's like oh I wish like yeah <laughs> I, I'd have asked her out there and then she seems she seems willing to go. Yeah, all he has to do is say, "Well, well, hold on, wait. These aren't for you, but let me just go get some flowers real quick." Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll I'll go get some flowers for you if you want. Um, yes, we just recorded Greta before this. That that been up for a while before this goes up. Yeah, we recorded Greta. It happened, right? We recorded these in the same days. The magic is gone. The magic is gone. You know how we do things now. Ah, oh, what's the point, Tim? End the show. Last episode ever. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think magic still does exist, uh, specifically in the Leprechaun movies. There's just magic all over the place. I, I, I had to consciously not spectate there. I was really having to focus on my mouth. <laughs> I just want you to know that. Well, you're not. Right, so, yeah, you, you described the scene then. You, you, you have the details memorized. So, yeah, so you know, he, so he felt like a jerk. So, you know, this is him, uh, you know, trying to make his apology. He brings some flowers over to her house. And, you know, she's you, you can tell that they're in love. Uh, so she, you know, she's kind of forgiving him. Uh, but, you know, with flowers <laughs> come sneezing. <laughs> so the uh, and I, I mean, I don't even know. All right. Oh, yeah. We already established that she is a, a descendant <laughs> of the guy from the beginning. So, uh, of course, the leprechaun. You know, is in the background doing his thing, making her sneeze. Uh, and you know, as we all know, and like he says, you know, she sneezes once, she sneezes twice. She'll be my bride when she sneezes thrice. So, she sneezes two times, and uh, the way to counteract it is by saying "God bless you." If you say "God bless you," it you know saves their soul, and they can't become a leprechaun's bride. We all know this. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, here's what's crazy. Uh, she sees this a third time and Cody's about to say, God bless you when a phone cord starts wrapping around his mouth and he doesn't get to say it. So he doesn't get to save her soul and she becomes a leprechaun's bride, which is crazy. Cause you're watching this. You're like, wow, like is our, our heroes already defeated? Like there's still like an hour left of the movie, but obviously there's a lot more to come. <laughs> oh, thankfully, I'm sure. I'm sure you were grateful that there's more to come. <laughs> oh my then, god! So, at this point, uh, they realize <laughs> that a leprechaun exists, and oh, this is this make... is the point. This is the point where they realize a leprechaun exists. 
Not before, not after. This point, this point where the leprechaun jumps them. Yeah, okay, just, just so we know. <laughs> and then, uh, and, and I think, uh, I forget exactly what happens, but I think he, he basically just takes Bridget to his tree <laughs> where he lives uh, at this point. And then, uh, but wait, how, how, I forget how they got his gold, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, no, it basically just falls out of his pocket, essentially, and rolls, okay. in, and rolls into Cody's hand. Because a lot of the plot for the rest of the movie is that, because mm. one, once Bridget's in the tree, we don't really see her till the end of the movie again. Yeah. Uh, Co- Cody has, has one of his gold coins, though, so he has to come back and get his gold. Because as you know, he has to have his gold. Yeah. Uh, so he's... he's so he's yeah, hunting down Cody. It feels like one of the maybe like one of the only kind of leftovers from the first movie, mm. which was a nice nod, uh, you know, to the original <laughs> for this reboot. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. <laughs> I hate you so much. So, so yeah. So he keeps coming back, and he's trying to tell uh, uh, Marty, his uncle, about all this. Yeah. And he doesn't believe him. And he gets free because Mar- Marty is pretty funny because he does this thing where he's like, "Hold on, wait, three, two, one. And he opens the door and there's a pizza delivery guy, and he just takes us like thirty-one minutes. It's free, and just shuts the door <laughs> in his face. Which not every pizza place does that. No, I do want to make sure that <laughs> that was a that was a, a thing that actual place does. Yeah, uh, I mean, for, I mean, for the record, I'll, I have never like ordered from anywhere that's had that real. That that is very much just an American thing. I I feel like they probably did that for like. I bet one place did that for like a year in the like late eighties. And then it's, it's been like a joke, like forever. Yeah. Because so, I, I feel like you never know, like, you know, how, how traffic and stuff works. Yeah. I, also, I, I remember yeah, even Spider-Man two had like, you know, it has to be delivered by yeah. this time or it's free. Um, I remember sitcoms from the nineties, like doing jokes where people would be hiding as if they weren't home until the yeah. 30 minutes were up and things like that. I don't know. It's, there was a quick thing like for Also, I, I would say um, you're kind of a douchebag if you do that. Like, even even if a person, like, if it was something egregious where they were, like, an hour late, then it's kind of like, yeah, come on, dude, what the hell? But, like, if someone's, like, a few minutes late, like, even if that was a rule, I would be like, yeah, just take the money anyway. Like, I don't... Yeah, because you know, it's, it's probably... The person who was delivering it is probably the one who's paying for it. So, yeah, don't yeah, be a dick. Yeah, it's going to come out of their tips, like, basically. <laughs> like, so... Yeah, you are a jerk and an enemy of the working class if you ever uh, a stiff a pizza boy on their bill. That's that's how I think, but whatever. So um, I don't know if you noticed this, but this is uh, uh, I thought very interesting is you know because it's subtle. They don't really like, they... <laughs> go on. Tell me what's subtle about this movie, Tim. We... I can't wait. I can't wait here. Right, let me get my feet up. Let me get my feet up for this. Hold on. I'm going to sit back. Wait, put my feet up. It's going to be delightful. Right, feet are up. So the pizza boy was wearing a St. Patrick's Day hat. Which I think... <laughs> That's interesting because this is this is taking place like around St. Patrick's Day, I, I think, because they end up going to a St. Patrick's Day bar and there's a lot of people dressed up like leprechauns. But I just... I like that you know, subtle storytelling technique where you just have like little stuff like that in the background that if you catch it, it's cool. You're getting that much more, you know, of the world and the story. But if, you know, if you don't notice, it doesn't like affect the movie or anything, but it's just, you know, just <laughs> nice little uh, technique there. <laughs> I don't know what, Tim, I, I, I don't know what to say. I, <laughs> I, I'm uh, so, 
Subtle, yes. Subtle. Subtle. Yeah. It's soul. Everyone at home is soul. Just salty. <laughs> Leprechaun too. So now, like, here's where we have, like, you know, like the the big conflict of the movie. Uh, you know, the leprechaun. Uh, he, you know, he has his newly acquired bride, and he's very excited to, you know, get down to his wedding night. Uh, and which apparently involves some type of, I don't know, transformation. Like he, I guess he was saying he's basically going to transform her into a leprechaun and. Uh, she's gonna have a litter of leprechaun babies that I, I think he has to like pull out of her stomach. <laughs> it, it doesn't seem like a uh, conventional birth by any means, uh, which is nice. You get some um, you know ideas of some body horror in there, which is cool. Uh, but then, yeah, like you're saying, uh, this new conflict arises where he realizes, oh my god, I'm missing like one of my gold coins. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna bring him back up to the real world, where he's gonna once again, you know, come into conflict with uh, you know our protagonists uh, Cody and Morty, uh, which you know is it's interesting. I I like that you know you have these dimensions to it. It's not just like one simple thing he's trying to do. Sure, Tim. <laughs> I love I love how seriously you take this. The conflict of the movie we're, we're talking about the conflict of the characters now well, I mean, well what do you this is a, a serious podcast are we not supposed to look at these movies critically are, are we just supposed to watch them and like be like the, yeah this was a the whatever thing like no like we I think we that's should what treat you usually every... do <laughs> <laughs> I treat every movie with the reverence and respect it deserves <laughs> I, I, I disagree with that I disagree with that <laughs> in, intensely. All right, so we're actually forty minutes out of this at this point, and uh, you know, we're like what halfway through the movie? Like, I mean, I guess we've picked up space pace a little bit. Uh, so they they we, they end up having like a drinking game at one point with the leprechaun. Morty like mm-hmm. like challenges him yeah. to a drink. Yeah. So uh, an- another wrinkle <laughs> that kind of gets thrown in this movie is. Um, I don't think I've ever heard this before, but I guess if you capture a leprechaun, uh, they have to give you three wishes. So, uh huh. And, yes. and as we all know, Morty, a little greedy, a little bit of a fun flam man. Oh yeah, so we all, we he all sees know. this as an opportunity. Classic Morty. <laughs> well, they've established early on that you know he uh he has his vices and do you know what, uh, actually it, do you know what i'm realizing here this this is basically uh, rick and morty <laughs> that, 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 that's pairing between the two of them it's rick and morty yeah, yeah morty and cody sure i, I can see it <clears throat> um but so now it's um there's a lot going on in this movie because you're adding this third conflict where now you have morty wants to capture the leprechaun so he can get three wishes and um yeah so they yeah, uh, you know they're at this, uh, uh, I guess, a bar for leprechauns, basically. Well, for people dressed up as leprechauns. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of little people there. Uh, yeah. Because at one, because at one point when he's in the bathroom, Cody, this uh, little guy who, who I recognize the actor actually, is he someone who pops up a lot? He's, I want to say he was, uh, he was in Bad Santa. Yes, maybe? I think it's the guy from Bad Santa. Yeah. Um. He comes in and he gives him like a gold coin, but it's like it's chocolate, you know, it's like a chocolate gold coin. Yeah. Um, this is very important. It's important. This is this is your your Chekhov's gun. Yeah. Is the, <laughs> the chocolate, chocolate coin. <laughs> right. That is that is your your your, your thing. 
I'm just I'm going to check that we're still recording because my cat is leaning next to the keyboard and I'm a little bit <laughs> worried that he has hit the space bar. He's not. We're still recording. I can confirm this is good news. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he uh, so Morty has this plan uh, where he's going to challenge you know the leprechaun to a drinking contest and. Uh, you know, at first Leprechaun, you know, was like, what? No, I'm not going to put up with this shit. But then, you know, he kind of gets everyone in the bar to rile him on. And then, you know, and of course, he's looking th- throughout the bar, which is filled with all these other little people dressed up like Leprechauns cheering him on. And Leprechaun is kind of getting like, you know, this little bit of a little bit of an ego. He's like, all right, well, you know, I don't want to let my Leprechaun brothers down. So, you know, he drinks and drinks and drinks. Basically, Wait, you thought that was the point of this series, that he doesn't want to let his Leprechaun brothers down. That's how you, that's what you yeah. were getting from his, his emotions. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause you know, why should he waste time? Like, you know, doing what this person says, but then when he looks around and he sees all these other people dressed up like Leprechauns cheering him on and saying like, yeah, you know, show him what a Leprechaun can do and stuff. You know, he, you know, he is a, a man of ego, if nothing else. So he knows that, you know, he, uh, he, <laughs> he has to, you know, he, he can't, uh, you know, be beaten uh, in front of all these other leprechauns. Uh, so the genius of this plan, though, is that if he drinks a lot, <laughs> the genius, <he'll> get very... <laughs> the genius of the plan, <laughs> he'll get very drunk. And when he's drunk, he can't really use his pop- his powers properly. The, the genius of this plan is that if we make him drink, he'll get drunk. That's the genius of the plan. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was smart. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. So that, the, the bigger plan after this, though, uh, is to... Because it's worth mentioning, like, the police are after Cody because they think Cody killed the other guy at the house because they, you know... Right you know you was there but uh the plan after this is to break in to the place where that guy worked at the go-kart place and steal the safe because because one of the things that we learn in this is i mean as tim would say we all know this that leprechauns are weak to iron so yeah. they get this big iron safe uh although cody just doesn't let morty take the money from the safe because uh, he's, he's a noble character um well yeah i mean we you know we relate to him he's a good guy so don't speak for me <laughs> don't you dare speak for me um so he i've got this plan to lock him in the safe uh, but the leprechaun shows up and causes a, a ruckus uh and m- cody it's uh, important to note that he uh murders the uh, <laughs> uh bar owner before he leaves sure I, it's a different bar is it not because this was like a one-off scene where he because he, he, you know, it's a coffee shop He's 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 he's, oh, okay. uh, Sorry, yeah. he's in a coffee shop uh, trying to work off his hangover essentially and get sober, and yeah. he uh, murders uh, this guy who I only remember him from uh, I think he's on like Mad Mad TV like the early seasons of Mad TV, <laughs> but uh, I didn't I didn't you know I didn't recognize him but I did note down his line at the end because he's kind of like he's he's demanding that he pay and he's like. How about gold? And he's like, yeah, gold card, visa, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, but he, he he makes a joke about, uh, like, it's like, you know, I hope you've got some cash, but you look like you're a little short. And he starts yeah. laughing really, like, obnoxious, like, <laughs> and he says, boom, gotcha. <laughs> that's something that happens. That's that's that, that's a moment in this scene. I just wanted to point that out. Laugh. I, you know, I put this out on Twitter the other day. I don't, I don't know if uh, if people have responded to it, but I don't know how you make gifts, but like 
this movie, oh my god, there's so many gifable <laughs> moments that I would love to <laughs> really make. Um, <laughs> there's especially one where uh, uh, Cody is going to see Morty, and Morty's just talking to the police, <laughs> and like uh, Cody is like, "Oh, should I approach?" And like Morty just looks at him, just like shakes his head. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a, it's a very funny visual. I was like, "Oh, this would be like a perfect gif uh, if someone can make that." Tim needs to let me make gifts. I think that's that's what we've learned here. I do, I do. Yeah. If yeah. I do, I promise seventy seventy percent of this movie will become a gift that I use. Yeah. Um, so Marty basically, sorry, uh, Cody realizes that he's actually immune to the powers of the Leprechaun while he still has some of his gold. Yeah. Firefly, no. Uh, so. <laughs> He's immune, and like the leprechaun on the go kart track gets his own little car, which is the <laughs> cheapest looking paper mache thing I've ever seen. Like, obviously, there's a, there's a core go kart that's in there that's really driving, but like all these like spikes that are stuck onto it are just so cheap looking, like if, really nasty. Yeah. If anyone has any lines on like I don't know if there's someone on Etsy or something that makes like custom like little toys or figures but like i need this go-kart this was so cool and like i know like all these like retro companies and stuff like they'll you know like recreate something like oh like you know the you know here's this like old character from like friday the 13th or something or like oh here's like you know the freddy car at the end of nightmare or something but i i want the leprechaun go-kart if anyone <laughs> is willing to make that i will pay money for that as a sucker born every minute <laughs> Morty would love you, Tim. Love you. Uh, so basically, he Morty. he lures him into the safe, and they've got him in the safe. But then Morty pulls a heel turn and locks Cody in a closet because he wants to get three wishes. He's like, yeah. "Oh, I want my three wishes." So he asks <sighs> for he asks for his gold just to be vindictive. So he gives him the gold, but it appears inside his stomach, and he ends up with this big, grotesque prosthetic where his stomach's really huge, and you can just see yeah. this pot of gold sitting in it. Yeah. And then he has to use his second wish to get him out of the safe so that he can help him. So he does that. Um, even though he has to actually like lean over and open the door anyway, so the, the, the wish is yeah. kind of a waste. And then yeah. he's like, so is your, is your third wish for me to get the gold out? He's like, yeah, that's my wish, it's my wish. So he just rips open his stomach and takes his pot of gold out. Yeah, jeez. It's, uh, it, it's, it really sucks to see, yeah, like a, a character that you've grown to really like and just, you know, them to be destroyed by their own hubris is, uh, this is, this is definitely like, <laughs> this, this scene is hard to watch. Uh, I, don't, I don't i don't have any more words i don't have any more jokes to make about you taking this so <laughs> insanely seriously i really don't uh i think it was clever because uh, you know he did um you know technically he did fulfill his wishes uh it's just it's one of those things where it's like damn man should have worded them better damn <laughs> but sad to see morty go but it was, yeah it was a cool visual the the least again yeah it's if there's one thing this movie does well it's body horror yeah the you know seeing the the gold appear in his stomach you know between the sound effects and then yeah seeing this gross extended you know stomach flesh is disturbing so cody decides to go where the leprechaun is because he realizes where he came from and Mm -hmm. tries to get his girlfriend back um 
They, tried they to... don't really show uh, how he knows the exact tree <laughs> where the leprechaun lives or, or how he gets inside, but he does. Mm, yeah. Um... And I, oh, actually, uh, one thing that I wasn't sure about: so he can he can transport his gold into someone's stomach, but the piece that he's missing, he just can't transport back to him. Yes. Okay, I think that's interesting. I don't know if maybe there was a a scene where they explain why that is and maybe it got cut out or something. But right. I don't think they I'll... ever thought about it too hard, Tim. I, yeah. I don't. I don't imagine when they were writing the script that there was much of a, a thought process about the yeah. rules of his powers. I guess uh, in my head canon, I, I guess it's like uh, once someone possesses it, maybe he can't transport it. But it would have been nice to have it clarified just to make well, sure well i think technically he does like morty does possess it in the scene because he has it he's just it's in his stomach oh that's true that's true yeah okay that's a good point all right yeah, yeah so the smart <laughs> shut up, shut up. <laughs> um so yeah he basically the leprechaun tries to trick him by you know pretending to be uh bridget to kiss uh cody but cody tricks him back by giving him the chocolate coin instead of the real coin are you just gonna totally <laughs> glom over the skeleton fight scene i was hoping to but if you wish to talk <laughs> about it yes you could talk about it he fights a skeleton <laughs> it's great it looked like a real skeleton uh so that was cool um <laughs> here's the thing i thought was weird because at first i thought the leprechaun was controlling the skeleton and speaking through the skeleton but then at one point like uh the skeleton calls the leprechaun master he's like oh sorry i failed you master or whatever so i was like oh so this is just like a a separate person but i guess Mm. maybe he can just reanimate skeletons and um you know and and it's great when uh you know he first appears you know he uh gets uh you know cody's running around trying to find uh bridget which it's terrifying because there's all these magical properties in the tree so you can never really know where you're going and there's all these scenes where you know they go down one hall and then just come right back at the start so it's very like you know feels very claustrophobic and uh you know foreboding and then there's a a scene where he runs into a, a skeleton hanging on the wall and he gets scared but then he goes oh how cliche which you know as the audience you're laughing going like oh okay yeah i thought it was cliche but the fact that you think it too is, is funny because you're calling out the the joke that you're making but then we get surprised when uh the skeleton does actually come to life Don't and start attacking him speak for me what do you mean we get surprised no there's no we no we <laughs> for some reason i like you saying no we uh, <laughs> but uh no but I, I thought this was a, another you know fun compelling uh scene but yeah like you said you know eventually he is able to subdue the skeleton uh and find bridget or is it bridget no because you said earlier it wasn't it's <laughs> the leprechaun pretending to be bridget but uh you know we're almost at this is basically the climactic scene here pretty much thank fuck <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, I think at, at this point, you know, uh, you kind of get the feeling that, yeah, that the Bridget is really just a manifestation of the leprechaun because, uh, you know, she starts talking about like, oh, give me the gold coin. Like, you know, if we leave the gold coin here, we can escape and he won't bother us because he'll have his gold. And But once she starts to get really like into the idea of him giving her the gold, then that's when you kind of start going like, oh, wait, this is on the up and up. But then uh, he falls for it anyway. He gives her the gold coin. 
or does t- he? T- Tim's thought process during your three's first time watching this is like, I don't think I trust her. She's not on the up and up. I don't buy this for a second. Cody, don't trust her. Cody, don't trust her. You know, it's a good movie when you're yelling at the screen going, no, don't. But um, I was certainly yelling at the screen the word no a lot. That definitely happened. But, uh, you know, unfortunately he does you know, give him the gold and then the leprechaun is able to <sighs> essentially kill him, which is sad. Um, he, you know, he has this iron rod and the leprechaun, you know, throws him back and, you know, the rod goes through his chest, except maybe it doesn't <laughs> because uh, Cody gets back up and you're like, at this point, you're kind of like, wait, what the hell is going on? I just saw him die. But then it's like, Oh wait, he still has the gold coin because the one he gave him was milk chocolate, and then uh, he, he, that's why it was important earlier <laughs> that he got the milk chocolate gold coin, which <laughs> apparently the the leprechaun was not able to realize <laughs> that uh, what he was co- holding uh, did not you know weigh the same or look the same as his gold coin. But I guess he was taking it on good faith that you know what he was giving him was a real deal. Uh, and, and I think he says, uh, some great line or something like it was like, <laughs> it's milk chocolate bitch or something like that. Uh, <laughs> no, he said it's real, it's authentic milk chocolate or it's real milk chocolate. Cause it, cause it, it was like, it was basically like people, someone saying authentic gold. It, it said that, but with milk chocolate, I okay. believe that was the, 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 the joke. Yeah. If you want to even call it that. Um, I might have added the bitch because I was so fired up <laughs> at this point. I bet you were. So they get out the tree, they're kissing and that's the end of the movie. Bye bye. Well, wait, 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 wait! Oh my god! Oh my god! The Tim. leprechaun explodes. You, you're not. You don't. You're just gonna pass over the fact that the leprechaun explodes. Make a stop! Make a stop! We're done. That that is the end. But yes, the leprechaun did explode. Um, honestly, I forget why. And apparently, apparently, so did you. You exploded at the end of this as well. Poor wife was cleaning jizz off the walls. Um, but I mean, it was it was great. Uh, you know, it's it, it's always cool when the bad guy explodes at the end. We all know this. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, it, it would be. I, I think maybe when I first saw, it, I would have been kind of like, "Oh man, is that really the end?" But obviously, we know more sequels came later. But it's nice, you know. Then they have a nice little reunion. Uh, they make a joke, which you know you. I guess I, I don't know what kind of grief you would be feeling in that moment. They've certainly been through an ordeal, so but I guess maybe it helps them to joke about it after. Uh, and then the movie ends very abruptly. Uh, I, I was expecting maybe some type of stinger where like yeah you know, we're gonna get a little hint that the the leprechaun wasn't quite dead yet, but no nothing, nothing like that. Uh, so it's a nice happy ending, which is uh, which is cool. It's definitely happy because it's over. That's that's, that's the real <laughs> takeaway from this. <laughs> To, to, to kind of sum up my thoughts on the film compared to the first one, I actually, I will admit that this is a little bit better than the first one. Yeah. The characters are a little bit more memorable, particularly Marty. Uh, the set pieces with the leprechaun stand out a little bit more in my memory than the first one oh, yeah. did. Yeah. Even just having the setup of like having this weird morbid tour thing to like set up the plot at the start just gives it a yeah. little bit more personality. It's still a bad movie and the two lead actors can't act for shit, but... Um, it's a it's it's a little bit easier to sit through in the first one. The first one, 
I really felt the pacing. This one at least kind of flowed well enough, even if it's not that good either. Um, so yeah, it, it, I, I yeah, I, I like to compare it to like the Child's Play franchise, where you know the first one's good, you know it it sets up the characters, the world, or whatever. But then the second one is where it really like okay, this is what we can do with this franchise, that, and like you know, kind of this is true for Child's Play. Yes, I agree with that part. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I uh, I agree with you though. Yeah, it, it is better than the first one. Mm-hmm. With that said, what are you rating Leprechaun Two out of ten? Uh, I mean, it, it's just such a blast. You know, it's it's one of those ones where with each viewing you kind of get more. Like you know, there's, there's always like little stuff that you miss. Um, you know, the kills are great. The characters are you know interesting, fleshed out. Um, and again, this is the one that like, I think really delivers, you know, on the scares, uh, you know, this is the the one where you can feel like the threat of the leprechaun. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want to give away, you know, uh, stuff that happens in the rest of the series, but this oh, is definitely yeah. a, please don't, yeah. Um. <laughs> This is definitely a high mark uh, for me in in this franchise. So, uh, it, it's not perfect. Uh, I, I will give it that. Um, so yeah, like I can't go like. But too... Tim, it has one of the greatest twists of cinema. <laughs> that is true. I will stand by that. Uh, so I'm not gonna go like super high, but I'll give it a, a seven point five. <laughs> Four point five. <laughs> interesting oh oh wait is that your score that's my score yes okay all right well yes everyone has their opinion (laughs) 4.5 which i think is slightly higher than what i gave the first one but no 4.5 that's what you get from me so there you go that's leprechaun 2 uh we will unfortunately be doing leprechaun 3 at some point in the future probably a few months time uh, so look forward to that. We're doing other sequels. We're working through other movie franchises, and obviously doing a lot of new movies. So look forward to uh, uh, that. Oh, pardon me. I do. <laughs> I actually just uh, was it. Wait, was it this week or last week that the uh, Leprechaun Returns finally came out on Blu-ray? So I got that. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm excited. I was debating if I should, uh, you know, wait till we get to it in the series for the podcast, but I just don't think I can wait. I think I got to watch it. <laughs> Obviously I'm going to watch it multiple times. So uh, I don't think it'll be a big deal to watch it and then you know, watch it again for the show. But uh, in case anyone was wondering where I am with that, because I, I know earlier in the year I was tweeting about how um, I was upset that the, you know, there was no uh, official release for the Blu-ray yet. It's uh, you know, it is out now. You can go ahead and buy it. And you know, I do have my copy, so it's all good. Everyone can sleep easy tonight. Tim's got Leprechaun Returns on Blu-ray. People were, people were worried about it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they were worried about it. I'm sure. Um, Alright, uh, so that is that has been Leprechaun 2 on Screws After Midnight. Let us know what you think of the movie if you're unfortunate enough to have sat through it in the comments below. 
you can like subscribe rate us on your podcast app it always helps us as does of course go to patreon.com slash tv where you can support us for as little as a dollar per month uh where you can uh, get some bonuses if for one dollar per month you get a bonus episode every month uh, we have good fun with that at the five dollar tier you get to vote an episode every month and we are working towards a goal right now uh, at the 250 dollar goal we will start doing a once a month live stream called streams after midnight uh, where both me and Tim will uh, do a variety of things. Maybe we'll play a game together. Maybe we'll watch a movie together with the, the with the chat. Maybe we will do a live review of sorts. I don't know, but we'll we'll Could, have fun. Yeah, potentially be leprechaun related. Who knows? No, if I have a say in it. <laughs> Jeez. Um. So that is uh that is uh that is that. Um. But yeah, that's us. So thank you once again. See, I'm all flustered. I'm all flustered. This has been such a weird <laughs> review. <laughs> this has been the weirdest review we've ever done i can't even begin to fathom the the, the, the or quantify the, the 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 result of this what yeah, have, that's a good one what have we become what have we become tim <laughs> so yes thank you very much for I think watching. this is the first time i feel legitimate <laughs> okay actually I, I like i do feel <laughs> like a film critic now <laughs> interesting <laughs> thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching the scary movies guys and we will see you next time <laughs>